Hey Mitch, how you doing today? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Nice uh, February day here in Michigan. Yeah, good day to be indoors <laughs> talking about ballistics, huh? Well, that's always a good day. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Inside, outside, hot or cold. Exactly. All right, so today um, we are in Modern Advancements Volume 1. Uh, what year was this released? 20... 2014 is copyright in the beginning. 2014. So uh, that's an interesting perspective considering we're in part two, which is modern rifles, scopes, and bullets. And uh, that picks up with chapter six, which focuses on modern long-range rifles. So it'll be interesting to see what was the perspective in 2014 and now eight years later, you know, what, uh, what what's happened since this writing. That'll oh, be yeah. Yeah, with all the, you know, different products that have come out, the way things have changed. Um, obviously, we've been doing this a long time. So, you know, as we learn stuff from this, it carries forward and every year stuff gets better and better. So it's it's interesting, like in the um, in the context of like doing a podcast like this where we can look at this information and, you know, have the, that conversation about you know, where have things come from here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. In this sense, the book is sort of is so old now that it's the information is not incorrect, but it was just kind of a snapshot in 2014 of where yep. we were. And now we can look at that retrospectively um, as, you know, the sort of point in time that it was. Yep. All right. So modern long range rifles, the chapter opens up talking about spotting the weakest link. Um and what, you know, what it's talking about and what's meant there is like, what, is, what are the constraints? You know, what the, the performance of anything is really, you could think of it as being built up by aspects of the system or is being limited by aspects of the system. And it, it tends to be when you look at it from a design point of view, like if you want to improve the performance of a system, you usually go about that by alleviating constraints. Yeah. And particularly in this case, what we're talking about is like external ballistic performance, not necessarily like, you know, precision and, you know, trying to shoot the smallest groups possible, but like, what are the constraints to, um, you know, making a given rifle better ballistically as in flatter trajectory, less wind drift, stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Good point. The system has many performance indices and yeah, external ballistics. A lot of miscommunications happen that way, like on the internet and so forth, where someone says, oh, this is the best rifle. Well, they might be a hunter thinking of how light it is. And, yep. and but if they're talking to a friend that shoots F-Class, they, they might laugh at a rifle like that. Yep. Well, it's because they have different performance metrics, but exactly. Yeah. Good point. We're talking about like performance constraints specifically related to ballistic performance. So in spotting the weakest link, the first thing we look at is uh, magazine length constraints. Um, a lot of new bullets have come out that have, you know, they're longer, have good aerodynamic design, but the problem is um, seating them to magazine length in any particular cartridge, some of the best bullets you can't run at magazine length, or if you do, they're seated too deep in the cartridge and, you know, maybe the nose goes below the case mouth, or maybe you just have an excessive long jump to the riflings when you load yep. them that way. So uh, that's one consideration. Yeah, and it's and that's an interesting consideration, and it's one that uh, you know even going back closer to when this came out, it's one that I like you talked about. Depending on the application, it's a constraint that a lot of shooters have kind of I don't want to say like laughed at, but um, have found maybe silly or something like that because 
there's a lot of people who are fine single feeding their rifles. There's right. a lot of single shot rifles built. So to them, magazine length isn't a uh, restriction. Mm-hmm. It's like, it doesn't even matter to them because they don't care about feeding through a magazine. But there's other applications, uh, you know, different types of competitions like PRS type shooting, for example, or you know, hunting where you are you have that consideration for follow up shots and you want to run a magazine. Um, it's most mostly what I'm getting at is if you're the type of person that would. Uh, say, well, why does that even matter? Because I don't need to use a magazine. Well, you don't, but a lot of people do. So it's a, it's an important restriction to consider. Yeah, I think in as time has gone on, like if you go way back to, I say way back. If you're hearing this recording, it's because you're listening to a free sample of a podcast from the Science of Accuracy Academy. In order to hear the full version of this podcast and many others, Go to the Science of Accuracy Academy website and subscribe.